Yeah, just slightly bright. Wait for a few more seconds, let everybody filter in from coffee. I know how important that is. Yeah, especially listening to me. <laughs> I know that was for you, Panthers hat. Any other Panther fans? Yes, sir. Next year? It might take that long. All right, good morning. Uh, if you're new here, uh, we want to welcome you. I'm getting a lot of echo. You getting the same thing? But if you're new here, welcome to the gathering. Um, it's going to be a little bit different service. Uh, we're going to be uh, appreciating our pastors and a leader. I don't know if John's still. Yeah, I see you, John. Uh, appreciating them, and I'm preaching, so uh, you're in for it. <laughs> but for you new guests, my name's Kyle Spate. I represent as an elder here. Uh, I have three daughters, Riley's nine, Kenley's six, and Beckley's 17 months, and my wife, Shannon, help lead uh, with the band. Uh, can we give it up for the band? That was really good, right? But we've got three kids, and unlike Justin Greenley, our youth pastor, uh, we know the reason, and we stopped eating Palermo's pizza, right? Is that right? Okay. Uh, if you notice, I've wore my uh, spirit of flannel seems like every time Justin speaks, he wears flannel, and it's, it's really good. Uh, but last time, I noticed Cecil wore flannel, and he sang to us. And don't, no bueno, don't ask me to sing. I'll leave that to my wife. But no, all jokes aside, uh, we take the month of October uh, just to love on our pastors, uh, thank them for what they do. And you may be asking, why do we do this? Well, first is biblical. In 1 Timothy 5.17, it says, The elders who direct the affairs of the church well, which I think we went through a season that we've directed well, are worthy of double honor, especially those who preach and teach. In this passage, Paul highlights the fact that our pastors should be considered worthy of honor due to them assuming this role in the church. You agree? Yes. Well... Who are, we? Who are these people that we're going to honor today? First is John Ball and Carolyn. Can you throw that picture up there? That's John. John serves as our CFO and administrator. They have three children, seven grandchildren. Any more? I think the seventh came two or three weeks ago. Okay. John enjoys hiking outdoors visiting national parks, spending time with grandchildren, training and raising labs and golden retrievers for the southern, southeastern guide dogs. John's a retired Philip Morris uh, engineer, and he's served in this role for seven years. Can we give John a hand? Second is Justin Greenlee. And Libby. Justin serves as our youth pastor. They are blessed with four children, and maybe more if Libby can talk Justin in. <laughs> 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 I'm 
Justin loves the outdoors, building overbuilt lean-tubes for his junk. Is that right? <laughs> and helping others. Uh, Justin's full-time job is with Duke Power, and Justin has served as our youth pastor for over a year, and he does a great job. Thank you, Justin. All right, third is Bridget, and Bridget's not in here, but she's doing her thing in the back because that's where her heart is, and her husband Richard is in the back. Bridget serves as our family life pastor. They have three grown children. Bridget loves turkeys. Not sure why, but she loves turkeys. <laughs> she loves teaching our kiddos the word, and uh, she loves coffee, any and everything coffee. Bridget is on staff with The Gathering and has served in this role for nine and a half years. Can we give it up for Bridget? Finally, Paul and Wendy. Paul has served as our lead pastor. He has three grown children, or they have three grown children that are working on their careers. Uh, Paul loves sweetest fish. Magic shell on his ice cream. And he also loves writing, taking family trips, and the Word of God. Paul started the gathering in his house roughly 10 years ago. Thank you for your faithfulness and vision. Can we give it up for Paul? Now let's give it up for all of them. Come on. They're worthy of it. Thank you. body has provided a gift for you all if you'd come see me afterwards they're up here all right I'd like at this time to have a volunteer disclaimer before you jump up here there might be slight amount of pain involved where's your introverts I, th <laughs> I think the word volunteer said no and then uh, pain involved no 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 okay Mason come on up here you good yeah. all right give it up for Mason All right, now this whole service, you're going to hold your hands up in the air. Don't drop them below your head. They've got to stay like this. You feel the pain already? No. Okay, well, just give it time. <laughs> All right. Now, this time, I want you to just close your eyes because I want you to hear my heart. As our team started thinking through the details of this service and how to honor our leadership, we came to the question, who's speaking during this service? We brainstormed for a few weeks, even asked a person, and they denied due to vacation. Um, and on September 27th at 4.30 p.m. on my way home from work, God dropped in my spirit. Kyle, are you a willing vessel? At that time, I started to weep because I thought to myself, I think I am. Then I felt my spirit, God, say, stop looking for someone and you preach. Now hold up, God. I get nervous. I'm even scared in front of people. So if you give me the words, God, I'll do it. So I ask you all, are you willing vessels? 
Do you know what our pastors want more than anything? Is a church full of Phillips, willing vessels. You all remember 2 Timothy 1.7. God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and sound mind. If you've had the same answer to the question that I did, then I ask you to step out in faith, feel the role, and trust that God can pour out into you whatever role he puts into you. Paul says this all the time. We're never more like Jesus than when we serve one another. Simple acts of obedience produce what? Supernatural outcomes, right? Okay, you can open your eyes. All right, it says in my notes, check on volunteers, so... Get them things up there, man. <laughs> Feeling any pain? Yeah. A little bit? Okay. Well, can I get two more volunteers? No pain. No pain. No pain. All right. Right here. Come on up. Yep. Anybody else? I need one more. Come on. All right. Y'all's role is to stand beside Mason and help hold his hands up. Can you do that? Don't let him fail. You're going to be part of this team, so... Thank you, guys. <laughs> uh, now, reach over to your neighbor and shake him a little bit. Tell him he's getting into the Word. Wake up. All right, I want to set the stage on how my mind works. My mind works off examples and practical scenarios, and I'm very simple-minded. You can ask my wife. Um, but like speaking of earlier, at the end of September, I received the download of what the Lord wanted to say during this message, and it goes hand-in-hand hand with the Floodgate series and opening up clogged drains. Now, this will be short and sweet and critical to the body moving forward, I believe so. But let's start in Jeremiah 23, 4. And I'm going to be reading from the NIV. All right. I will place shepherds over them who will tend them, and they will no longer be afraid or terrified, nor will any be missing, declares the Lord. So what is this saying to us as a body? Stay under the spiritual authority of your pastor. And when you start thinking you're equal or smarter than our pastor is when you become like a lonely zebra or buffalo out on the prairie. We've watched Natural Geographic, right? We think that the weak always fall short. But most of the time, if you're separated from the pack, you still get eaten, right? <laughs> so that's when the lions approach. They attack and they kill you. Now that sounds harsh, but it is true. There's numbers and strength, or strength in numbers, right? One person can stand alone, but can be attacked and defeated. Two can stand back to back and conquer. The third, even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So my first point, stay with the pack under the covering of our pastor. You guys getting anything from this? Okay. All right. Next verse. Jeremiah 3:15. Then I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will lead you with knowledge and understanding. And to back that verse, I'm going to go to Ephesians 4:11. 
So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. In other words, our pastors have been hand-picked to feed us. So why so many believers say they're not being fed anymore? I believe the problem is, sorry, I believe the problem is that we've come to church every week not hungry because we fed on the lies of work, our day-to-day -day problems, and even bought the lie from the devil. We've ruined our appetite with junk food of this world. So how long can you live off one meal during the week? Come on. Come on. Good work. Being fed on Sunday is not enough. We need other believers during the week to come together and study the Word of God. Now your question is probably when's community group starting back, but I don't know. We're working on that. But my second point is to prepare your appetite. All right, this is the last verse, and we're going to be reading from Exodus 17, 9. And I'm going to read a few passages that Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men, go out to the fight, or go fight the Malachites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with my staff in hand, staff of God in my hand. So Joshua fought the Malachites as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron, and Hern went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held his hands up, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Malachites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and sat on it. Aaron and Hern held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. Moses, you still doing good? Better, right? Since you got some partners helping you out. All right, the victory could only be won by the help of Aaron and Hearn and Joshua, if you look at it. Our church has many more challenges ahead of us as a body, and we need to hold the hands of our pastors up. I feel the past year and a half, many of us have not helped. God has plans to be a willing vessel to follow the vision. Some of us, including myself, question the calling of God on our lives. But I believe help Stuart the vision Paul's been given, or Bridget, or John, or Justin. Help Stuart that vision. God will place his own vision in you. Uh, he can't trust you with the large things if you can't manage the small things. And I think a small thing is to help come beside our pastors and help them walk them through. And only then is when the gathering can truly become a launching ground for the nations. Look, our leaders and pastors can't do the mission alone. Neither do they want to do it alone. They need us to spiritually, physically, and emotionally be beside them. So my third point. Play your part in the vision. To confirm this, let's ask Mason. You think you could have held your hands up the whole time without the assistance of these two? No? Did you feel any pain? Okay. Well, let's give it up for them.
You're good. You can go sit down. Thank you. Oh, we need to serve, submit, and sow into our pastor's lives. Oh. Told you it'd be short and sweet, but could you close your eyes again? The overall body of the church for the year, year and a half has been attacked, and it's time for a new awakening in the body. We are treading new waters, and as one of your elders, I want us to be prepared for the next season. I believe the next season's a new, fresh revival. Justin spoke a few months ago, a few months ago about a great repentance in the body of the gathering on Wednesday night prayer, which I consider you all to start coming to. I think these are areas we all need to focus on and open up the floodgates. So I'd like to ask you, or ask yourself, have you failed in any of these areas? Have you stayed with the pack under the covering of your pastor? Have you prepared your appetite during the week? Have you played your part in the vision? Now, if not, I'd like for you to raise your hand. This is just between you and the Lord. Now, if it makes you feel better, I'm raising my own hand because I've failed in some of these areas. anymore be honest with yourselves this is just you and the Lord now I'm going to pray I'm going to pray over our pastors I'm going to pray over the ones that raise their hands and then I think we're going to pray over the food and we're going to go enjoy and fellowship together and I want you to love on these pastors and leaders of our church. They've done so much in a year of confusion, storms, and look where we're at today. I don't think we would be in the position we are if we didn't have the leaders we have. And I think a lot of us could say the same. But Lord, I thank you for the hearts of the ones that raise their hands. Lord, I, I thank you for the purification process that Lord, you're, you're getting into the, the small areas that maybe we've not looked at. Lord, I ask you to purify those areas so we can open the floodgates for you. Um, Lord, I ask that you continue to be with our leaders. We thank you for our leaders. Lord, I ask that you um, protect and give them insight and how to lead us moving forward. Lord, I ask that you allow us to come along beside them and help lift their hands. Lord, we've got so many storms ahead of us and ways of navigating, Lord, and I ask that you give us insight to do so. Lord, I pray over the meal that we're about to partake and the fellowship that we're about to have. Lord, be within it. Lord, thank you for the hands that prepared it. And we, um, we love you and thank you for it. Amen. So, short and sweet. Now let's go enjoy some food and some fellowship, unless you have something else to say, Paul.
Thank you. And truly, make it a habit. Let's not just be October today. Make it a habit to thank Paul on a regular basis because <laughs> my chest is bumping. <laughs> my heart's about to pound out of my chest, but it's good. Um, that's it. Thank you.